For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and We're back, baby. It's the charity strike. Pitch your free throws, cuz the off free. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Tossman, Rock Tosopoulos. We left off talking about the Charlotte Hornets franchise, which is one of the hottest topics in all of sports right now. Is the Bobcats, I mean, dude, they were just the Bobcats start to finish were nothing short of pathetic. They were so pathetic, they had to cancel them. They got they, they had to like quickly too. Like that was like one of the most short lived like scrap this idea franchises in the history of sports. Yeah, yeah, pathetic. I I think the Hornets as a whole are, are garbage. And Lamelo Ball, people need to pick up the phone and start calling them, especially if they lose out in Wimbanyama. Yeah, which that that's where I mean. So much of what happens right now in the NBA regular season does matter, of course. But the the amount of power that the lottery has is it's crazy. It's crazy in a year like this where everyone knows who's going one one. It's not even close. I mean, the guy knock on wood, you would never want this. Could literally he could break both of his legs right now. He'd still be the first overall pick. Ooh, you think? I don't know. Let's not, let's not even just, go down that. Let's not even go down. Sorry, that road. no. It's just him, Zion, you know, LeBron. Like I've never seen hype like this. Like for, for a foreign sure, play. For sure. This is like Yao Ming type stuff. Yeah. So okay. So that Bobcats team, like the initial two, quote unquote, stars, were Emeka Okafor and Gerald Wallace. And I just had to pull up their stats real quick. Emeka Okafor was a he was on the All Rookie Team, which is cool. But Gerald Wallace was a one. All-star and a Mecca never made an all-star game. So Mecca's great. That can't be the foundational. Yeah, but like I no, I don't blame them for the pick. I but the way that it plays out, we know that if it's an expansion team, they at least have to have some sort of shot. Not of contending, but at least to being good. I mean, look, the Vegas Knights, you know, in, in the NHL, they did their due diligence and they gave them a good team. And with the with that expansion draft and how it went down, and now like they're they're here to stay and they're competing every year and it's making hockey better. They're the addition of that franchise is making it better. Yes, the, I mean look at the NFL failed with the Texans and we're still, we'll transition to the NFL failed with the Texans, and they flop with the Bobcats slash Hornets. I can't even believe we you know it's even shout out to Adam Morrison. That's all I can really say with the Bobcats. High five, King. Like what they did with the Vegas Knights. And the Kraken now are competitive in their second year. Like, you want the franchise to start off on the right foot. 
and you want to get the crowd and, and the fan base engaged because otherwise it's one of the worst uphill battles you can have in sports is trying to get a fan, a fan base engaged. It, it's brutal. It's also going to be a um, city that wants to engage with the team. Right? Yes. That's a, that's a huge part of it. I'm, I'm really interested. Um, weirdly, I feel more excited about college basketball this year. Why? And I don't know. I think some of it is because of the scheduling. Then the NFL really, or just than last no, year? No, but we have so many sports going on right now with NBA, NFL, NHL. Now the World Cup just started, which we should talk a little bit about. Um, but college basketball, I think, has done a really good job with the scheduling so far. Timing, the teams that are playing. I mean, we were in the midday games in, on Sunday, and I flipped on Kentucky-Gonzaga because... I didn't want to watch the Raiders and the Broncos. I know that game went to overtime, but I don't care about either of those teams. Mm-hmm. And they're both in shambles. The Cowboys, my team, was winning by so much that they took them off the broadcast on Fox. Brutal. And the, the third game was the Bengals versus the Steelers, which I had on and flipped back to it here and there just because I like Joe Burrow. And, but I knew the Steelers weren't going to win that game. So I, I don't know. I just feel like for whatever reason to me, maybe it's just my viewing habits, but college basketball is doing feels like they're doing a little bit better. We had it last year was shaky. The last two years were shaky with college sports and because of COVID. And I think the more we get removed from that crazy, crazy year and a half out of our lives, that was an absolute anomaly. Um, the, the more college will have an effect. I feel like college football has been better this year too. Yeah. I also think like, look at the last draft, like, Everybody that was taken played in college last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're right with the COVID issue. Uh, but we're also, like, seeing better college basketball. And we're seeing, like, I think I think the NFL, I think NIL was huge for college basketball. Because yeah. NIL or no NIL, you still have to go to college for three years for football. Yeah. Uh, you, I'll go to the G League. I'll play overseas. I'll get paid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't really matter. It was an easy out. But now that I'm getting paid in college basketball, like, I'll go play college hoops for the, for the, you know, the pedigree, the American eyes, like the accessibility. Like, so I mean, outside of Scoot and outside of Wemenyama, and I think the Thompson brothers, we're going to see some really good, you know, college basketball this year, as well as top prospects like Dylan Mitchell on our team. Uh, the kid on Arkansas is nice. I mean, we'll see what Murray's brother can do. Uh, this Duke's got a couple, you know, nice players. Yeah, Nick, Nick uh, Smith, the Arkansas. Yeah, guy. Nick Smith, the guard yeah. in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, he's quite nice. And well, yeah, he means get a big test against you know Creighton. Um, but yeah, I mean, college hoops is. You, I'm excited for it, and I'm hoping. Like, I, once we got to January last year, we got to conference play. It was really phenomenal, and I think the NFL, like the NFL, is shaping up in my mind. I mean, the NFC is at least interesting because I, I after last week, I, I'm pretty much locked in on the Niners and the Cowboys and the Eagles in a three horse race. Isn't isn't this funny that we came into this season saying that the AFC was so much better than the NFC and I feel like everything's flipped. Not that there aren't good teams in the AFC cuz I still feel like the Bills are really really good. The Chiefs are who we thought they were. They're always going to contend. The Dolphins are surprisingly a lot better than I think at least the two of us expected them to be. We thought they were going to be solid, maybe vying for a wild card position, but they have they have a chance to to win this division. Mm-hmm. Outright, um, I 
but I think I think your I don't judgment's know. a bit clouded, my friend. I think your judgment's a bit we, clouded by the de- Broncos and Raiders. I think there's we more thought, we, thought, team. we thought they were we were saying seriously debating that four teams could feasibly get in from the AFC West. I think, which I agree, I think you're more disappointed in some of the AFC teams, but I still think the AFC is better than the NFC top to bottom. Is it? Dude, you're, I mean, both of our Super Bowl picks in the NFC are garbage. Throw them out like garbage. Like you, the Cowboys, dude, the Cowboys beat the Vikings so badly. I don't even care if if they play ten times, they're not winning. They're it's good. They're, the Cowboys are winning ten times. It, that game was in, in Minnesota. In, in Minnesota, yeah, I know. I by just, thirty-seven. Okay, who has the more true contenders to you right now? AFC. You think? Yeah, you don't. You, why you think the Chiefs are that good? You think the Chiefs are just so much better than everybody else? That's the only way I can like con- conceivably get behind. No, I'm. I think true contenders in my mind in the AFC, the Chiefs, no one else in the AFC West. I like the Chargers. They play the Chiefs well. I don't think they're a true contender. Sure, it's which, fine. Which is what, which is what we said at the beginning of the season. Okay, I'm with you. The Bills, yes. The Dolphins, yes. Dude, I yes. think they're a true contender. Yes. If the if the Bengals could do what they did last year, so can the Dolphins. The Pats and the Jets, no, not true contenders. Not teams sure. I really believe can win a Super Bowl. I mean, and the offenses honest, were horrible. I don't, to be honest, I don't think any, I don't think any team in the AFC North to me feels like a true contender right now. You and I would actually you... put the tight. I would put the Titans probably above the Ravens and the, and the Bengals. As far I as think trust, the... trust of the team, trust in their identity, trust that they're. Have you have the toughest time knocking that team out, especially if they, they have home field advantage, which if they rack up more wins in the AFC South, they could be on their way to to playing most teams in the playoffs with home field advantage. So I the, so the Titans I feel fringe about. I feel like they're right there. The the, the Titans, I honestly the, you bring up the South Point. They play the Jags twice more and they play the Texans. So we'll they'll they'll at least have ten wins. They play y'all at home. They go to Philly and they That's I mean, be a, great a game. huge in a huge game, they play the Bengals this upcoming weekend. I I think the Bengals and the Ravens are more viable contenders. Like, dude, like the Vikings, no chance. Lions are cute, but they're not even going to make the playoffs. Tampa Bay, the Seahawks, no way. The Giants, you're saying you're saying no to Tampa. Tampa Bay, dude, maybe. Tampa Bay has much of a chance as like less of a chance than the Bengals. I don't. I I. Okay. I can, I'll give you that. I'll like I can concede that. I can more than the Patriots and Jets who have better records, but less of it. Like they have a better chance than the Chargers, but that's like the line. But here's the thing, though, is that you have the you have the Cowboys, right? You have the Eagles, both true contenders. The 49ers are a true contender, hundred percent. But that's it. They have three. And then I would say I would say the Bucks. I would say in the Vikings. Okay, the Vikings just got beat, but that what we think their entire season has been a fluke. No, but they didn't get beat. They, dude. they, they. Okay, but they also beat the Bills. They beat the the Bills. Beat the Bills. No, so I'm saying, how can you say that 
the Vikings are any worse of a shot than the Bengals and the Ravens. I can't. I don't think they are. I just think the I think they're in that boat to me because dude, they've lost they've lost to both the Eagles and the two losses to the Eagles and the Cowboys. They're not getting past whoever wins the NFC East. Yes, yeah, so it's actually a lot more even than we th- than we thought it was at the beginning of the season. I think the NFC and I, think, I would say uh, I think that the three heavy. I think that the three best teams not are all from the NFC, but right now I think the three best teams, the way that I see things playing out, as long as guys stay healthy, I'll say four are the Chiefs, the Bills, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. I think those are the four best teams in football. I like that a lot. So much of it is the personnel. Their personnel, they should be the best teams. Like, let's be honest. I like that a lot. I just to me, like there's certain aspects of like, hey, like the Eagles can run you out of a game and like don't let them get hot on offense. You know, the Eagles can easily sneak one. To me, the Eagles and the Dolphins are in the same boat. I really think the Dolphins are serious. Like, I just think they're so dangerous and unelectrifying on offense. Like, they can out sprint you. And if it get if it if it becomes yeah, a high octane race, like you get burnt. Like you I can get like, burnt in the game against them. I think that the Eagles their offensive line and defensive line is better than the Dolphins and especially their defensive line. And I think there's a difference there. I, I don't know if the Dolphins pass rush could do enough against some of these other top tier teams. I need to see it. I need to see mm-hmm. it. Um, all right. We're talking about the top. Let's talk about the bottom. I'm going to give you a team. You're going to tell me whether they will be in the market for a new quarterback next year. And if they should draft or trade one. Texans. They should take quarterback with that. Do pick. you think they do you think they should take the quarterback of the first? I think my t- I if think they're locked if they're locked in on a guy, I think that's fine. And I think you you can have him compete with Davis. Like you don't have to like kick Davis to the curb. No. Or no, you no. could He's or you can or you can wait. If you think you're gonna be really bad again, trade back, get two guys that you think are really good, trade with someone who's hungry for that top number one spot for a QB, get as get as many defensive or linemen that you can and move on and get a guy in the next draft. Yeah. I, I, to me, I'm out on the Kentucky guy. Will Levis. I'm out on making a move, a move up for him. I can't do that. If he falls to me and I like him a lot, I could like a Kenny Pickett type situation. If he, if it's dropping to me and it falls to me in my lap, okay, I can make a move. Do you think the lions should take a quarterback next year? Or should be in the market, or should they stay the course? Right now, keep in mind they have their pick, and they have the pick of, of the Rams, which is like in the top seven. Yeah, I think the Lions should take a, a QB. Should they trade up and get a Stroud, and trade up and get a Bryce Young? Use both of those picks. No, I don't think so. So you think what what Levis fought, Levis is where he'll end up in Detroit? Yeah, or you. Go nab Hooker wherever he falls to now that he's hurt and let him recover and heal for a year as you still have Jared Goff and then roll him out the year after. Okay. That's interesting. I, to me, the team I feel this. I feel the same about the Lions and the Texans in in the case where I'm fine with Jared Goff as my starter next year and I'm fine enough with Davis Mills. I'm, I'm less, I'm more shaky on him. But he's okay. so young that like it, you're paying him no money. So it's like, why do you really need to make a move? You because you're going to be bad anyway. Commanders, Colts, Panthers, Falcons. Commanders. Yeah, I mean, Wentz can walk. 
and go get your guy. Go get your guy. That team's ready. Look what they're doing with Taylor Heineke. The Colts, um, I don't know. That's just so much like, is Saturday even going to be their coach next year? Like, what what are things going to look like in Indianapolis next year? There's so much, so many question marks. If Saturday's not their coach, who do they bring in? Um, to me, I wouldn't, Matt Ryan can still play a couple more years. Let him ride. That's maybe he drafts a guy late fourth, fifth for a backup who can compete with Sam. That's how I feel about the the Colts. I'm in no, I'd be in no rush to like go get your, who you think is the next guy. Like mortgage the farm for a guy and go up and get a younger Stroud. Because you're going to have to move up a little bit. You're not going to be the worst team in the NFL. No, you're going to move up a lot of it. I, I, the thing is the commanders, I think the commanders are in a position. I still think the Falcons and the Colts are just not in a position to move up. I the Panther, the there's right now, right now, the there's have the second overall pick, so They can have their pick of the letter of either, or not the pick of the letter. They could have, you know, one A or one B, whoever falls to them. Are you interested in, in any of the QBs that are on the Panthers roster? If you're not the Panthers to like, as a placeholder, because I'm not. I do think Darnold's better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> really, dude? Zach, I you know what? This is I can't like, like my favorite I, role. yes, I I agree with you. I just like I'm and I'm obviously not like I don't have a ton of love for Zach Wilson or anything like that. It's just Darnold. Darnold would probably fare better now that things seem to be the ship seems to be righted at least pointed in the right direction with Salah and Darnold these guys didn't have a fair shake they should never have gotten rid of I mean they had to get him because the money thing but like they should never realistically have like they should have given him one more shot in my mind with, with a better team quite frankly and I also think I'd love I'd love to say this that I'm not even a little bit surprised about the Zach Wilson thing I don't think many people are but like, everyone knew it was a bad idea I, I just don't know why they did it the dude, yeah. they were so locked in on it. Like they were like, yeah, it was a, it it was wasn't a given. even like they, it was a given. Like there was no question they were taking him. Like after Justin Fields, and this isn't even the Justin Fields we really saw in college. This running is running wild. A, the whole question mark was at least up until the days of the draft. Okay, the 49ers have moved up. Are they gonna take Trey Lance? Or are they gonna take Mac Jones? That was it. That was the big question. Everyone knew Lawrence was going one. Everyone knew Zach Wilson was going two. And everyone was like, okay, we get it with Trevor Lawrence. We understand why you're taking them there. And eventually we kind of just felt the same way about Zach Wilson after the immediate reaction was scratching our heads and like, why? I get it. Like he made a great throw in his pro day, but like, do we really believe that this guy is cut out to do this on this level? What kind of competition has he faced thus far? He sucks. He stinks. He's also just a he's the, he's a spiraler. So when things go bad, they get worse. There are 100%. guys that are able that are able to make a mistake and move on. And he, I I I don't see that from him right now. If they were a team like that was talentless, I'd be like, okay. Like if Corey Davis was at has who's been out and, and Brees Hall was the whole offense, I'd be like, all right, you, you got me. Like, I understand. And to give him some benefit of the doubt, he he lost, you know, Fance out, Beckton's out, Vera Tucker. He's like had a, a bevy of offensive line issues. All of that being said, Garrett Wilson's there. 
Denzel Mims, like Garrett Wilson's enough. Mims, Barrios, Elijah Moore, like Conk, like Mike, you still have Michael Carter. You went, they went out and got you, James Robinson. James Robinson. Yeah. There's no way you can reason with me that this team is 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 more competitive with Zach Wilson than Joe Flacco. I'm not gonna try to. <laughs> it's I and I there was such a bad pick. I I and I'm so I, I feel bad for the Jets he's, fans because they're so close. He's officially at the bottom of my 2021 QB rankings. As he should be. Yeah. Like, as he should be. Like, he should be at the very bottom. He should be below Davis Mills. He's below Davis Mills. And Mac Jones is third, and Lawrence is second. Justin Fields is first. That's where we are right now. Fields apologized to the players after I the saw that, and ball. they were like, stop. Stop apologizing. It's not your fault. And whereas Zach That's Wilson what- took... No, nothing. Yeah. Dude. Of course, that field story breaks this week. Of course it does. does. Yeah, I mean, you know how it goes. And then it's a situation where Elijah Moore is posting a photo on his – Elijah Moore is a you-know-what, but I kind of actually started to like him. He posted a photo on his Instagram story of him, like, pretending to throw a football. (laughs) All right, that's it. Jesus. Whew. Josh Fisher, Alexander Tosman-Octosopoulos, we're the charity stripe. Everyone have, have a good Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You too, man. Uh, we'll see you guys next th- next time. Fans out there, drag well feet inbounds. So I'm going to full count with that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. And your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. Because they're free. We actually we love you. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.